0: the Retirement Domination Life After Work podcast with Tom Jacobs and Michelle McCormick.
1: Welcome to the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a comment, all of the above. Now, sometimes, uh, Tom, we do uh, where you want to teach people what to do in their retirement. and We want to talk about what retirement looks like. And sometimes we do what's called a Jacobs Jam Desk Concert. Uh, We do. This is going to be fun because we're going to mix a little bit of entertainment and some retirement talk in here today. We have Brian Vander Ark from the Verve Pipe. Uh, Brian, welcome. Thank
2: you. Thanks for having me.
1: We're excited that you're here. And Brian is a West Michigan hometown guy Mm -hmm. and is you guys are still touring. You're still going the Verve Pipe. Oh,
2: sure. Yes.
1: Because we first saw you with the villains, the album Villains. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of when you broke open. Why?
2: Nationally, yeah. yeah. But, but we'd been around 92, the band formed in Grand Rapids.
1: And where did you go to, where were you go to high school? I went to high school in Kenwood Hills, north. And where north, were, were you? Rapids. Forest Hills Central. Okay, so two West Couple Michigan, of local you two yes. West Mission guys who are extremely successful. Right, uh, we cornered you here today, Brian, not to sing, but to talk to you about your retirement.
2: Oh, all right, well, great. Where do I sign? You are uh, there going to be some sort of loan involved or something? What's, what kind of scam are you running on this? You pod, are this podcast. This pod, right, he, he come in the, and uh, sing. Quotation and marks. You're bears.
1: 59. You are at retirement age where, where we can take because I just took some money out of a 401k and uh,
2: don't you got to be 59 and a half or are I you guess 59 you do and, and, be
1: half?
0: and a half 59 and a half that's yeah. exactly right. right to do it without penalty right
1: that's right. the deal still paying the tax. you can keep your money of course, so what is a musician who's been around what does your retirement look like seriously I mean what do you even think about it you're still making albums touring
2: I won't retire Oh, no, there's no way. Really? There's, yeah, this, yeah, this, okay, conversation's over. Thanks, everybody, for being here. I'm not retired. Why would I retire? Because I absolutely could... love what I do. I'm yeah. a performer at heart. There's no, here's what my retirement looks like, if I may. <laughs> my retirement is I will not take the gig that I had last year that sucked. Right. Again, I'll yeah. say, you know what? I'm not going to go back and do that because I didn't enjoy it last time. And I'm going to slowly, the gigs are going to get better and better. So you decide. <laughs> I decide when I'm, yeah. Until I decide like uh, get these particular prime gigs. I get once a year that, you know, sustain my lifestyle. But I, that being said, I do have an IRA and I do put money in it, and I do I do my own trading and that kind of thing and uh, i've I've been able to do that pretty well over the past. really? 20 you know
1: years. what you're doing because there's because like somebody like me, I don't understand trading or any of that stuff. I just want a guy like Tom to put keep my money safe. Everybody's
0: yeah. got a different level of expertise, but uh, you know, to your point, you know, Nowhere in the Bible does it say anything about retirement. So um, I, I'm like you, Brian. I don't plan on retiring, but certainly we will turn the dial down um, mm-hmm. and pick and choose what I enjoy, where I get the energy. And, um, you know, everybody's different as far as their level of expertise, how well they understand what's going on in the markets. Finance is an easy thing to I'll do it later. Um, mm-hmm. I'll worry about it later. Yeah. For some people, later
1: might be too late. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the
0: challenge. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, we talk about like Tom has hired all these good people around him, so you have to do less. Kind of like you, you get to choose the gigs. Right. All right, juicy topic. What um, the song "The Freshman." The biggest song yep. you've ever written. Am I? Is this accurate?
2: That's accurate. Yes.
1: And is it? Do you still get royalties from that? How does that work? Yeah. I'm talking well, to you all about your money today.
2: <laughs> well, honestly, I do get royalties from it, but you know, I get royalties from streaming. But for you know, four million streams of the freshman, I get a check for two hundred dollars. So you, you, this is nothing that you See, can sustain. Wow. See, mu- the value of music is so diminished over the years um, that I'm considering selling the catalog. I've been offered money to sell the catalog, and if I sell the catalog, and take a nice big, you know, seven-figure for all that publishing, which is doesn't have that much value um, for wow. the rest of my life because it's that you know it's that bad for musicians right now. It's only getting worse. That it might be a smart move to do that. I could still perform the songs if I don't own the catalog. And if somebody does something with a song who owns the catalog and it gets put in a movie, I wouldn't see the money from that. But... Uh, on the outside of that, uh, the band would become more popular because the song was played. I'll get more performances. So, you know, this is something that I'm weighing right now of whether to give up on the the, catalog.
0: Kind of the same concept that's going on with the writer strike and the actors and not getting residuals on streaming and things like that. The
2: funny thing about that is, is that I have actor friends and they're all complaining about the streaming thing. And then I see the picket lines and I see the actors out there with the writers and I see they have you know, AirPods in their ears. And I'm thinking to myself, I hope you guys are there streaming music while you're on the picket (gasps) line because, and I haven't called anybody out yet because you can't, that would be a bad look for me.
1: Yeah. But
2: it's true. If they're streaming music, it's the same issue. There's no difference.
1: That's a good point.
2: Yeah. You do it's a good point that I can't that do anything can't but call, talk about it on a podcast or, because I can't go post about it and go call anybody out. Oh, because, this is gonna
1: explode now. Now I'm <laughs> calling because I was my next question is who's your most famous friend? <laughs> well, you do have a lot of like uh, Rob Thomas from Matchbox Twenty is is a good friend of his, and you guys have this little on air war that you guys have been doing back and forth. Yeah,
2: I wouldn't yeah. say I wouldn't say we're good friends. I've known Rob. I kind of picked him to have a, a fake uh, war with just yeah. for fun. That's a TikTok trend. You in TikTok you have of a niche and my niche is that i have a feud with rob thomas which i don't and uh, my also my other niche on, on tiktok is i like to go to random bars and do karaoke and do my own song and have nobody recognize me how and it's cool. the most hilarious thing ever how cool is that? it's so fun does
1: anybody ever know it's you no and do you only I do make
2: w- sure that I don't go to I go to a place where no one would expect me to be small town karaoke and people are very polite. They give me a little golf oh, clap no. at the end, and the DJ will say, "Let's give it up for Brian, everybody!" You know, <laughs> you know I just laugh.
1: Have no. you ever seen somebody else do your song in karaoke? Oh sure, no, I'm well, not. While I was there, that's what I was gonna. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. did you see the undercover boss with Darius Rucker? I did not. So Darius Rucker, Hootie and the Blowfish, country fame, Darius Rucker. He's got all this Matt You can't tell it's him, and he's he's at Nashville, and, and somebody's trying to teach him how to sing, and then he just belts out one of his songs, and the whole audience knows it's him. It's right. kind of a, uh, yeah. you know. Kind well, of
2: I way mean, to do it. that, that but there's no fun for me in that. If yeah, was, I mean <laughs> to give the reveal, like I would never after I do it, I'll get in my car and I'll leave, and then like then I'll post about it later. And everyone will comment, oh, how could they not know? But but it's so true, they don't know. They have no idea.
1: Because if you meet you and if you walk in here, you don't go, oh, I do, because I was a fan, crazed fan in the 90s. I mean, right. I was, and I worked in radio. In yeah. fact, I work at a station, I fill in at a station here that plays new rock still. They play Cage the Elephant and some new bands and mm-hmm. uh, I just introduced your song, uh, hmm. The Freshman. In fact, I'm, I recorded it for a show tonight and I said, I was speaking with Brian earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> I actually said that in my radio show, but I mean, you're heard all over, all over the nation. I mean, that song is everywhere and it's been in movies
2: it has, yeah. It's done pretty well. That and the song Colorful have been the two songs that most people know because of that.
1: I'm watching the Today Show one morning, and they the out cue of the Today Show is Happiness is, one of your songs. Mm, and I called Brian and went, they're, they're, they're using your song, they're using your song. And he goes, I'll probably get a check for a couple of dollars in the mail. That's what you <laughs> yeah, said to essentially,
2: me. Essentially, that's all it like, is. That's so cool.
0: <laughs> Gosh, you never think that. Um, mm-hmm. A guy that doesn't understand or know the music business, You know, I think my perception is probably similar to most people is you guys are rich and famous and rock stars yeah, and money's just flowing in it's just and not the case it's yeah. just not the case you still gotta do it man you,
2: you really grind. have to have multiple multiple hit songs to be able to sustain especially now that like I said streaming doesn't pay anything,
1: YouTube you know. and an influencer yeah. all that stuff yeah
2: so that's why I do, I do corporate speaking I do all kinds of stuff to try to you know offset what I what is in fact I speak to most most financial organizations I've done oh my gosh I do Bank of America I go into uh, UBS is the big one that I've done all over the place and just talk about the rise and the fall of the verb pipe and how to sustain how to pivot you know how to make a life work uh, as a musician
1: when you were on top of the world after villains i mean and you guys mm-hmm. were there was that song was everywhere mm-hmm. and then and then a photograph mm-hmm. came on that song was everywhere and mm-hmm. you guys were all over mtv and everywhere mm-hmm. when did the fall happen after that
2: fall happened when we made a the subsequent album uh we did a uh, it's called the sophomore release so the sophomore release for us we spent one point two million dollars on which was ridiculous because we were on top of the world and we thought we can do whatever we want now. Oh. So we recorded in New York and spent six months there, which turned into nine months, and then it ended up costing that much money and still haven't recouped that money from the record label.
1: Really? Yeah.
2: No. So that was a huge failure. And then the next album was the one that had colorful on it. Had a song called Never Let You Down that was number twenty two on the charts with a bullet. it It's going to get in the top ten. And it was released on 9-11. So what do you do? That's the story that I go in and talk to corporations. And I was like, how do you pivot from something? How do you come back?
0: Well, just shows so you can't time the market. You, you can't, can, you can't so, time 9-11. You can't time right. these uh, events in the world. So right. that's, that's
2: kind of at the mercy of what's going on in the Tom's,
1: world. Uh, Tom's story is that his parents had this great retirement, and then they lost it all. And they had to pivot after they retired. That's tough.
0: Yeah, too late. Yeah, yeah they tough. just didn't have the time to get it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very difficult, so.
1: So when you say corporate gigs, I know that you've gone to famous people's houses and done like their birthday parties and can you talk about sure. any of that? Like yeah, who of like who, who
2: No, I mean <laughs> uh I mean I don't uh, often uh, should I kiss and tell? Yeah, I don't know. Just one, just one, <laughs> just
1: one, because I love you so much.
2: Well, the big, the one of the fun ones for me was Louis Anderson. He was a blast. He had me. He flew me in God rest Los his Angeles. Soul. Yes, just an amazing man. Beverly Hills hotel suite with you know fifty people, uh, and uh, the comedian. Yeah, the comedian. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and he had me come and play just a half hour and. You know, he said, play whatever you like, you know, if you want to play the the hit songs, you can play. But this is more of a going to be more of an acoustic. I love the, he love the acoustic guitar and the finger picking because he saw me on some show. And he said, and that's how he got a hold of me. And that was a great one. That was a great one. That,
1: so Louis Anderson finds you and calls you and said. Calls
2: my manager. Yeah, my manager says, he won't believe this. Louis Anderson wants you to come play his birthday party. And I'm like. Because Baskets
1: with Zach Galifianakis was a recent show that Louis Anderson was. In. It was the last show. thing, the greatest show, last thing he did before he died. Yeah. Uh, Wow, that's pretty amazing. That was good.
2: Yeah, that was a good one. You know. Uh, and stop that <laughs> Look at you. you, know, like, you now look, we need more. Uh, uh, yeah. Who else? I mean, because
1: I want to say...
2: I can't... Listen, I can't... I know. You know, I shouldn't name drop. I know you, you know, shouldn't. George Clooney told me that. <laughs> <laughs> I love so that. So bad. But you do
1: say you have a lot of... Fam- you do have famous friends. I do.
2: Yeah, I do have a lot. I have quite a few famous friends. Like
1: on your cell phone right now, like could you... This is so petty of me, but I can't help it. I get excited. I mean, Jeff
2: Daniels has been a friend of mine for years. We've done music together. Tim Oliphant. I don't know if you know Tim. I love but, Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, he's, oh my God. He, he's amazing. Yeah. Known, he was in Rockstar with me, so I maintained that friendship with him. And, you That's know, right. Sean Hattesey, I don't know if anybody even knows him, but Animal Kingdom. I mean, yeah. he's a huge actor. These are actors that do the work. Yeah. My friends are the actors that really like are character actors a lot of times and they you know, they get gigs and they continue to get gigs, you know.
1: Tim Timothy Elephant is having a little resurgent right now with the um the Detroit uh why can't I think of the show right Mm,
2: now? I don't even know. His
1: big show, the big show.
2: Let me text him (laughs) I'll ask him.
1: Justified. Is
2: that in Detroit now? Yeah, now
1: they're doing Justified Detroit. Thank you. They just they just released Justified Detroit, where it was all filmed in Detroit. Wow. Which if he's your friend you should know he was here.
3: I should know, but listen.
2: I'm sure Timothy doesn't keep up with what I'm doing every day either.
1: So that's interesting. It's I because I thought this is just going to be a really fun podcast. He's going to sing. It's going to be great. But actually, your stories are very similar. You um, you were in the real estate business and then your parents kind of had a problem and you found your way to this. You were on top of the world Mm -hmm. and you kind of ebbed and flowed and Mm -hmm. you're still writing music. Right. And you're still, you guys are all still touring, right? Yes.
2: yes. Where we make our money is touring. Is that? We don't make any money on the songwriting. We, song, we write songs for us. We write songs because it's a creative thing and I need to be creative. I need to yeah. continue to create even though it's not going to generate income. Any, I guess, any, I would think, a financial advisor would say this is not this is not sustainable
1: (laughs) why are you wasting your time yeah Yeah. and the
2: fact i get other musicians who tell me that too why do you guys still make albums what's the point you can milk the 90s because the 90s has a huge resurgence now you can milk that and it's like i have to be creative we all have to be creative that's where the that's where the blood is you know that's where the blood pumps
1: if you could see tom we we asked you this year. Death Not an Option, who you could see today. And we, we both thought there's nobody we would kill to see except Adele. You, mm-hmm. he, we, mm. He's going to see Adele in oh, Vegas. Nice.
2: Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Do you want to That'd call be her? a great show. <laughs> I can, I have access to her oh, st- through somebody else. Do you really? Well, Dan Wilson was the band Semisonic, right? Yeah. There's a good example of a guy that hit, wrote a hit song, Closing Time. Closing Time. But he wrote yeah. a lot of those Adele songs with Adele. He wrote the Dixie Chicks, I'm oh, sorry, the Chicks uh, song, the big, couple of big songs too. You know, there's a guy that writes for other people.
1: Have you co-wrote with anybody or do you just write Jeff, your own?
2: Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Well, we made an album That's together. Weird. So, uh, and that was 2016. And that was but that was fun again we we both come from the same school of finger picking and that kind of thing and songwriting yeah. and storytelling and he's a great storyteller and i I like to tell stories and so that was a that's a album I'm proud of what yeah.
0: gives you more juice writing or performing performing
2: yeah writing is a it, writing is a feeling of I have to get this out. That's cathartic for me. It's my therapy. On top of doing (laughs) regular therapy. Real (laughs) therapy? Yeah, on top of doing real therapy, my therapy is writing. It's like journaling for me. If I can create a song from journaling, wonderful. I journal every day, and sometimes something will spark, and I'll say, oh, that should be a song.
1: Do you hear it in your head? Are you that guy? Always. always. There's
2: always There's a melody like always going melody. on. I hear something going on right now. I don't even hear the words that you're saying. But just... <iyim começar ci flows> <laughs> <laughs> There's always something...
3: <COVID sound> <face>
2: <laughs> something going on in my head.
1: I just feel like we could dig a lot deeper on, on this, but I know that we there are people who are waiting to want to hear you sing Yeah, and I you know, know you have exactly. a heart out. So I know that we have to I can
2: soften that out a little bit. If you okay. want to get into anything that you would like to get into with financially speaking. Well, I just, stuff, I really,
1: know. when you say recover, what are you, this is a Tom Jacobs question and I'm going to ask it cause I, I know Tom Jacobs, what are you doing? You have an IRA, but what do you do to protect your money that you've built in the market? Is it still in the market or is there a way Still to in
2: the market? To... I've had, uh, I know, listen, I'm no expert. <laughs> Believe me. (laughs) And here, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I did.
1: Okay. And
2: I'll tell you what I do. I I don't do it anymore. I, I, I set it and forget it. Okay. But when I was first active in the market, I'll give you a great example. I was, my friends all had been LA they all drive Priuses. Right. Right. And they look like a nurse shoe to me. (laughs) You know what I mean? The white (laughs) ones, especially, do you know what that means? Yes. Yes. I'm like, when is somebody going to make a sporty electric car? And so I Googled it and Tesla came up and I go, oh my God, look at these cars. Now this is in 2006, I think. And I'm like, well, this is pretty cool. And not a week later, I'm in McDonald's with my kids and I hear these two guys behind me saying, have you seen the Tesla yet? And I was like, oh man, people are now talking about this. I look it up. It's like $29 a share. I'm like... I'm in, I'm going to do it. And I bought it and I bought quite a bit of it. And over time I've had to live off some of that money. So I have had to pull some of that money out, but I still, you know, it's, that's, that's, I don't know if that's luck. That's That's paying attention to the universe also though. That's paying attention to what's going on around us. It is. And I knew more people had to feel the same way I did about the Prius. You know, they had to feel like there's gotta be something that's a little more sporty. It
1: is a nurse shoe. It is. You are right. It's a terrible (laughs) nurse shoe. But that's, that's funny that you say that, but I, it, it's, I guess it's how you want to live. If you need to pull money out, you should have, I had to. I sound like, you now. you should have it safe somewhere that you can live off it. Well, than,
2: look, COVID, I had yeah. 50 gigs cancel immediately, yeah. 50 gigs. And I was like, wait, what is going on? And then I had to live off of a lot of that money from my, uh, from yeah. my, um, Tesla stock. So that I bought. You know, I bought Netflix early too. Same thing with Netflix. When Netflix announced they were going to going to start streaming. And I didn't, people didn't really know what streaming was. I was like, wait a minute, you mean I can just watch something (laughs) on TV without having to deal with the mailbox DVD and the whole thing? I'm in. And when everybody got out, everybody was like, this, this will never last. This will never work. I got in. The price was cheap. Same thing. I bought it then, you know, again, luck
1: because yes. now today because today you saw what netflix is happening today right yeah, yeah
0: okay yeah and I mean, tell, you know that that was then and this is now i mean right. that was 10 years ago right um, right and i just simply believe as you get older you have to take less risk because yeah. you have less time to recover that's right if the next one is a dog yeah um, they, they sure. can't all be teslas and in netflix
2: Yep. so true and i don't like I said, I haven't, I don't think I've traded in four or five years, other than, you know, sell some stock, but I haven't done anything actively because I'm setting it and I just kind of forget. It. I don't check it every day. You know yeah, what I mean? I just let it go. That's good. That'll yeah. drive you
0: crazy. Yeah, that'll drive
2: me crazy. Um,
1: <laughs> Brian Vander Ark from uh, The Verve Pipe, we're happy that you came in to do our podcast with us today. I, again, I feel like I could spend a lot of time with you, but we would, could you sing?
3: When I was young, I knew everything. She a punk who really ever took advice. Now I'm guilt stricken, sobbing with my head on the floor. Stop a baby's breath and a shoe full of rice. No, can't be held responsible. Cause she was touching her face. I won't be held responsible. She fell in love in the first place For the life of me, I cannot remember What made us think that we were wise and we'd never compromise For the life of me, I cannot believe we'd ever die For these sins, we were merely fresh men best friend took a week's vacation to forget her. His girl took a week's worth of volume and slept and now he's guilt-stricken, sobbing with his head on the floor. Thinks about her now and how he never really wept, he says. We can't be held responsible because she was touching her face. Won't be held responsible She fell in love in the first place For the life of me I cannot remember What made us think that we were wise And we'd never compromise For the life of me I cannot believe we'd ever die For these sins We were merely freshmen Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. We tried to wash our hands of all of this We never talk of our lack in relationships How we're guilt-stricken sobbing With our heads on the floor We fell through the ice When we tried not to slip We'd say hey be held responsible cause she was touching her face I won't be held responsible she fell in love in the first place for the life of me I cannot remember what made us think that we were wise and we'd never compromise for the life of me I cannot believe we'd ever die for these sins We were merely freshmen for the life of me I cannot remember what made us think that we were wise And we'd never compromise for the life of me I cannot believe we'd ever die for these sins We were merely freshmen We were merely freshmen We were only freshmen
2: Gil, thanks so much. Thank you so much. Thank
1: you so much. <laughs> thank you so much, Brian Vanderart. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being. Don't I love this conversation. Get to thank life you. and subscribe. I mean, you listen. You can come back. I love he, it. When can <laughs> he come back? Time. Tomorrow's good. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. yeah well. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you for joining us today. Thanks, guys. We really appreciate, appreciate it.
0: For sure. Subscribe to the Retirement Domination Life After Work podcast and leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. Jacobs Financial Services offers insurance and annuity products. All guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. We do not provide investment, tax, or legal advice and are not affiliated with any government agency.